Mohammed, I didn't hear your voice for so many days, she says. But he's among the tens of thousands of Palestinians who've been silenced forever. The bodies kept coming as two more residential areas were targeted by Israeli forces. I swear to God, there is no safety. I fled Khan Yunus to Rafah, and here they bombed us in Rafah. Rafah is now home to hundreds of thousands of people who were forced out by the Israeli military. And more attacks on packed neighborhoods mean more civilian deaths, despite the International Court of Justice's order to stop acts which could amount to genocide. I'm in the land beside us. This is our neighbor. They also escaped from the war. They live in the tents. I will showing you it. They live in the tents like us. There is the tents. I'm now in the street. They bombing the house. They destroyed it. I will show you. The house was destroyed. This is the house. They destroyed it. There is no safe in Gaza. Everywhere they are bombing. There is no safe in Gaza. The old world is ending. And we have the opportunity to rethink everything. This is a show about the systemic problems in our world. And the real solutions we have today. To transition from an apocalyptic storm of war, scarcity, and ecological collapse. To create an abundantly advanced collaborative society. That sustains all life. You may think it's an impossible dream. But the alternative is an inevitable nightmare. We're your hosts, Matt Holton, Amanda Smith, and Zachary Marlowe. And together, we can move past this economic absurdity and come together to actualize our collective potential to create something completely new. We are Mindless Society. Uh, it's really lovely to see your faces. Um, it's been. It's relieving to see your faces. All week. Yeah to interact with you it's been such a hopeless situation and the point of this show for me is is to humanize it there's been so much inhumanity especially on the part of israel and the humanity comes in the people of gaza and and uh i'm just continually so impressed and and amazed by uh the love that's coming out of out of gaza and i hope that that's i hope hope that's the thing that people really take away from this that that um the, the goodness of the people of Gaza is is what should shine on the other side of this catastrophe. We should we should never forget the horrible things that have been done through this. But I hope what we really remember is is how good humans can be. You know, in all these horrible stories of and images, live streamed images of hospital bombings and people being uh, shot through the windows of hospitals and food trucks being bombed and ambulances being bombed and just so many people who have lost so much, people who've lost everything. <laughs> it's the goodness of the people of Gaza and the humanity uh, that I want to shine here. So today we have two very special guests on our show, Mohammed and Aya and, and Hala as well. Okay. 
first, uh, I want to thank you uh, and thank the Manrich Society for telling us and giving us the, the opportunity to share our story and to talk, just to talk. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's very important to us to talk and tell our story and what happened and what's happening until now. So this is the first. Second, uh, I'm Dr. Mohamed Rashtar. I'm a, I'm a cardiologist from Gaza. Uh, I had a lovely family, family like you, like all of you. Uh, actually, the, the, my story, let's, uh, let's take it from the September. In the last September, I traveled to Egypt to continue my specialty in cardiology. So I, I said goodbye to my family and my lovely friends and leave Gaza uh, just one month before uh, the war started uh, to continue my specialty in cardiology. Uh, the war started in October 7th. As we all, I was very stressed, very terrified and scared to lose some of my family, my house, like like anyone, like anyone do. Uh, it was not easy at all. It was very scary, scary and dark time, by the way. Uh, in the 27th of October, last, last October, actually at the time of 4 p.m., uh, of course you remember uh, when the uh, Israel cut the internet out of Gaza. Uh, at this time, we didn't connect, we actually can't connect to any, uh, to stay connected with anyone from Gaza, even my family. Uh, uh, for two days, for two days, in the morning of 29th of October, uh, my cousin called me and he said that to me in the 27th October at the time of four and a half p.m. an airstrike bombed our house in North Gaza. My family was there. They were, they, they were 20 people. My dad, my mother, my sisters and brothers, and the family, the families of my sisters and their husband, their children, and my aunt and their daughter. After the strike, 18 of them died at the, at the time of the bombing. I lost my dad, my mom, my, my sister, Sra, she was a doctor too. She was an ICU doctor. My sister, Noor, and she was a dentist too. My brother, Sajid, she was the engineer, the engineer of the family. Uh, my sister, Supreme and her children and her husband, except one, uh, one children, one, one, one child. Her, her youngest daughter is uh, two years old. She have a total body burden. Uh, 
and my sister Iman and her husband and all her children are died, were died. And my aunt and my and her daughter. My, long, my, my youngest sister, Bisan, she was injured. She she fell down from the window by the time of the airstrike. She had the broken legs, brain hemorrhage, skull fracture, and multiple wounds in her body. Uh, after that, actually, uh, there was another sad story. Uh, after my family died, and no one can even bury them because of the bombing and carpet bombing. Of course, you heard about this term. Uh, my, I was a little bit lucky, as I told you, as my uh, wife and my two children were in the hospital. As my wife are a doctor, uh, as my wife is a doctor too, and my other brother Yahya and his uh, and his uh, wife and his do and his uh, children were in the hospital too. As his wife was in labor, she was in labor. Um, they, they went to the Shifa hospital, of course, you know, and hear about the Shifa hospital. Uh, as my sister was in deep coma after, as as she had a brain hemorrhage, we, we, we didn't think or believe she will make it and live. But thank God, she, she's alive today. Actually, you know, the sad, the, the, the most sad part about our story that it didn't end, doesn't end, even until now, after five months, even, didn't end. the war still continue and the bombing is still happening and the people killed and, and, and have been killed all, every day, every day. This is the this, this is the sad part. We we don't have time to to be sad. We don't have time to to bury our beloved beloved family member. We don't have we don't have time to cry. Even cry is a luxury thing. We don't have time to be sad. We we still stressed and scared to lose the other one. The war and our story didn't end. We 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 want this war to end. The killing to be stopped. This is what we want. This is this is the only thing can help us in all Gaza. Actually, uh, I will continue my story. Uh, after my sister injured and went to the hospital, and she was in coma. My daughter, my my daughter and son, my wife, my brother were in the Shif hospital. They bombed the Shifa hospital. They staged the, the Shifa hospital. It's one, it was not easy. It was, I don't, I don't have the term to, to explain what we felt and what we are facing in this war. It's unlogic. It's unlogic. It's unhumanity. There is no humanity in all of this. Let's be honest. There is no humanity in all of this. 
actually we don't have anything to do just to talk just our story i called you and i i have a connect i have a connect with you and reached you to help me in in fleeing fleeing them out from gaza as we don't have other option we don't have another choice we don't have choices actually just for taking out one person from gaza we obligated to pay five thousand dollars five thousand dollars for each one just to came just to take him out from gaza let's be honest i was against the the idea and 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 uh, the the idea of uh, coming or 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 leaving Gaza. I was against that in the in the in the beginning. But uh, now there is no life in Gaza. There is no life in Gaza. There is no hospitals. There is no there is no enough. There is no food. There is no clean water. There is there is nothing. Except just death, hunger, diseases, all of this, and I, I will talk as uh, I'm outside Gaza now, and of course I will let the people in Gaza tell you this. But we we are seeing and watching our. I will take the 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 term family with the rest of my family. We are still seeing them and watching them every day dying on the screens and all the media and they are hungry they are thirsty there's there is no safe place in all gaza and no one can do anything for this no one no one did something or did anything just to save just to, just just to make them safe or just even even the hospital is not safe even the hospital what is this even in the world world war one and two this doesn't happen hospitals and the medical team were safe were safe now in Gaza and this war nothing is safe nothing is safe even the hospital of course you remember what happened in al Madani hospital what happened in the Shifa Hospital, Nasser Hospital? Actually, they they are targeting the hospital. They are targeting the hospital. It's not a collateral damage as 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 they called it. It's not a collateral damage. They are intentionally damaging it. They are intentionally bombing the hospital. They want they want to make the people of Gaza, the human people, the civilian people, to feel unsafe. To feel danger, and they are civilian people. They are civilian people. They have nothing to do. They did. They didn't do anything. Maybe, maybe they didn't, or they doesn't want us to be alive. They want our death, all of Gaza. They want to kill to kill twenty two and a half million. This is what. Israel and IDF want. The only thing maybe 
I wanna ask for you to help me in this is the GoFundRaise. I did it and published to to collect some money to, to pay it to this agency, Hala Agency, to take out my children, my wife from Gaza. I don't wanna lose I don't wanna lose more. We have lost enough we don't want to lose more we don't want to die we want to live like anyone in this world we don't want it we want to live we want peace we want we want and would to believe in humanity again a few moments ago Pardon me. A few moments ago, you said you just wanted to all stop. And I want to reassure you that the rest of us want to see that happen, too. I want to make this statement very clear. Americans are not complicit in genocide. The majority of us are sick and tired of witnessing the depraved acts our government is perpetrating on the rest of the world. And I can assure you also that the rest of the world is behind us on this. So we will definitely do what we can. And you just clarified that you basically need money. You need money in order to get your family out into safety. Is that right? Believe me, it's not easy to me for me to say this. I'm a doctor. I'm, I'm, I came from a high-class family, like it's called a high-class family. But now I'm asking people for money to to take out my, my my children and my wife. It's not easy for me to ask for help. I didn't ask anyone for help in, in all my life. I didn't ask anyone. Actually, I didn't thought or imagined this will happen. And one day I will ask people for help. It's not an easy, it's not an easy at all. It's it's a hard thing for us. Well, I imagine this entire thing is extremely difficult. Just this, the whole, this, I'm sure it's surreal. I'm sure it's terrifyingly surreal. So thank you so much for, for being willing to open up and share all of those difficult experiences with the world. You, you asked, you said there is no humanity here. And I see all of this as like a, a, a planetary trial of our humanity as a species do we have the humanity to recognize what is happening and do anything and everything to stop it that is the test of, of our humanity as a species can we care enough about our own life about our own brothers and sisters about our own family about our own species to to even just open up the space in our heart to care it it's been a one of the hardest things um, in gazing into this is that to try to help one person, it's like we have to help everyone. And that's that's really the attitude we have to widen and widen and open and open our hearts until we really take in all of humanity. And this is really a symptom of such a larger crisis that we are destroying our planet, we're destroying our fellow humanity, we're destroying all the other species because our hearts are closed, because we're focused on ourselves, we're focused on our own success, our own money, and the cost of human life has, which is 
incalculable, invaluable, has been reduced to something that is simultaneously too high for most people to get over that wall, that apartheid, that economic apartheid that separates all of us, rich from poor, and yet $5,000 to save a human life. It's like, we are worth so much more than that. And yet that's it. That's what it's, that's what it takes. That's the cost. And if we in the West can dig in and, and bring that up, we can save people. And I think if we can dig into ourselves and realize that we're all worth a hell of a lot more than this to organize and to come together and to reorient our priorities across the board so that something like this cannot just happen in the background of our lives. That, that we refuse collectively to allow this to be done to anyone across the board. Um, I would like to, to bring uh, Haya and Hala into the conversation, um, if you can, to um, tell your story as well. Yes. Hello, I'm Haya and this is my sister Hala. We are from Gaza and there is the world, as you know, we are still alive until now by chance and we didn't know if the chance will help us to stay alive for another time. We are exactly in Rafah, south of Gaza Strip and we have another sister who is stuck in the north of Gaza with her children. She called Hana. She, she's really died from a hunger and bob in the north. We left our house and we hope to return to it, but they destroyed our house, they destroyed all our dreams. We can't believe and can't, uh, can't understand how we, how we will still alive until now. And our area become a, com a combat zone. We walk a long, a long distance in Salah al-Din Street to get out from this area we saw a dead people, we saw uh, body parts, we saw tanks and saw soldiers. They shot us, but we are still alive. After that, we're going to area called Zawaida. We stay in it a month and a half months. Then suddenly, in the middle of night, we we found ourselves surrounded and the tank is was at the beginning of the street. We tried to leave the house, but they opened the fire on us. We returned to the house and stay in it for an hour. After that, the ideas came to raise a white flag and run from the main, main street. We, we, we did that. But the horrific moment when they shot a young man who was run next to us. And my brother tried to pull him while he was injured. So we just had our dogs. We, we had three dogs. We carry him from Salah al-Din Street and from Zawaida, and we still try to keep himself, to keep themselves. 
My brother tried to ball the man while he was injured, and we carry our dogs, and some of it clothes that just we can carry because we carry our mother. She's an old woman, and she's very sick. After that, we took a taxi and going to Rafah. We, we made a handmade tent to protect us from the cold. But I remember the most difficult night when we had to sleep in the street because we, we, we don't know where, where, where are you. And I, I can remember very well the people when they looking at us. And after that, now we are not safe. And the choice to replacement was not easy, easy for us. But we saw our neighbors and our friend and our friends pieces and and because we lost our father before, we afraid to lose another member from my family. Especially our especially our mother is very sick and she's an old woman. And my two brothers was injured in the war. Now I and my sister Hala try to save our family. We ask a lot of people for help, but so many people are ignored and blocked us and sometimes instilled us. So we lost the hope and we thought to putting our kidneys up for sale. We, we thought that if we remain in Gaza, we will turn into pieces. So why not putting our kidneys for sale and help our family? I, I still understand and I, I can't stand, still believe that you are talking with us and want to help us. And I, I really, I can't thank you enough. I, I, I really, I can't thank you enough. thank you for sharing your story with us as well if i could ask you a specific question would you mind to help our listeners understand the urgency and the severity of the situation you're in by telling us a little more about how careful you have to be with your phones i understand we had to record this with you before it got dark where you're at because there's some kind of tracking going on that leads to bombing if they detect movement or see the screen of your phone can you help us understand what's going on there? I'm, I'm in, I in the house for neighbor, uh, who is originally from Rafah. So I'm uh, sit in uh, in in their house to uh, speak with you. But and that in the tent. Go ahead. In, in the tent. In the tent, there is no internet and there is no light. So I uh, come to our neighbor. Uh, they are originally from Rafah and ask him to stay at home for uh, one hour to speak with you. 
I see. Thank you for going to those lengths. If they use, if they seen you using your phone, would you be under attack? Would you be in danger if you were seen using your phone at dark? Yes. Yes, yes uh, we can't we can't using the phone in dark because the plane uh, see our and they bombing our. So we going to the neighbor and try to talk with you. I understand. Thank you. That's something I want our listeners to understand is that not only are they deliberately injuring and killing Palestinians, but they are tracking you to be sure that you have no way of communicating or reaching out for help. So what you're doing here, of course, is a humongous act of bravery. And I want you to know that the world applauds you. Yeah, hi, uh, it broke my heart to hear that uh, no one else would uh, respond or or cared or or you know reached out for your campaign or answered your calls for help and you know we're that i it, it breaks my heart that there's not more that we can do that you know to tell the story and to share it and to make sure that no matter what ha happens that we remember and that we remember the humanity of people like you that you're just regular people just like us you have hearts and and eyes to see and and a story to tell and you have children and families and that we're all you know i gotta the, cut the, you off here i try to never do that but I, I want to remind the listeners that there is more that we can do we can stop oiling the machine we can stop showing up to all the machine of war of profit of death we can strike strike I, for god i hope I hope the world, the world is ended. I, I hope I will not lose another member from my family. I, I just need a save. I just need feel a save. I, I can't understand why they do that for us. And I just, I just save my family. And, and I want to thank you. I, I can't thank you enough. I, I can't believe that you are listening to us and you are want to help us. I can't believe that. You are an angel. You are an angel. I can't I can't believe. I I ask a lot of people, but no one no one wants to help me. I ask a lot a lot of people. Just a few people agree to help me. I, I really thank you very much. Well, thank you so much. And and I do want to also remind you that that we're not you're not alone, and that many many people care. If they knew your story, they would care, and that's that's why we're trying to share it. And as Amanda's saying, you know, there are millions of people, even maybe even billions of people around the world who are concerned with this story that 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 do care, that have hearts that are open and full, that that don't want to see this horrible horrible atrocity go about and that the american people don't want this to happen they don't want our governments and our militaries our politicians to support this that you know the majority of the world does care and they do and do want to see you out of this situation they want to see you happy and in peace because human beings are like that we want to live by each other's happiness not by each other's misery no one no one really wants this except for a small group of people that are running this evil machine this war machine that is that is trying to destroy you and really that's trying to destroy anyone free and anyone happy anyone human they're trying to destroy the humanity and i think we have to join together across this shared suffering this shared pain and this shared love and value for life for us to do exactly as amanda said to organize to you listening 
That's absolutely right. We cannot submit to the terror. We cannot let the terror make us feel powerless because that's really the point. That's the point. The cruelty is the point. They're trying to smash our will to live and our hope that we could have a future, that there's anything we could do. And we could absolutely around the world organize and structure ourselves into new ways to support each other, to radically support each other, and to put the the well-being of others over the individual greediness of the self. And if we can do this, if we can organize, if we can create strong networks of support and care around the world and connect ourselves beyond these national barriers, beyond the pettiness of war and strife and these economic games of reducing human beings to, to slaves to make money, then we can absolutely change this. We can turn the tide and we can create a beautiful world for all people. That's what this this show, this movement is all about. That's that's the point of humanity is to solve these problems and to come together. And the stories of people like you, Haya and Hala and Muhammad are weapons. They're weapons against the lie. They're weapons against the war machine because they're weapons of love. They're weapons of humanity. That they, they show proof positive the evil the inhumanity of everything that is happening and the fact that, that you're just regular people just like us. And and I, I don't know anyone that could do any of these things to another person, but the, the war machine is not a person. And so rehumanizing all this is really why we're here. Thank you. Thank you for all you've endured. Thank you for, for holding out even a tiny shred of hope. I think that's the very hope that the rest of the world needs to keep going. The rest of the world is experiencing um, a mental health crisis due to recent events. Uh, people are crying and disassociating at work, at school, in traffic. They're tossing and turning at night, knowing that people like yourself are dodging bombs after the sun sets. Like Marlo was saying, the 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 point here is to remind people that we ha we have to organize a different way of life. What's the alternative? The alternative is what we're witnessing right now. And what's happening to the people of Gaza is not happening to the people of Gaza. This is what human beings are are tolerating, and what's what what the war machine is doing to them. Eventually, they will do it to any one of us. That there is no one that is safe from this machine. And so this isn't about this isn't just about Gaza. This isn't just about Muhammad and Haya and Hala and their whole families and everyone that, that they've lost and everyone in Gaza, everyone in the Middle East. This is about the whole world. This is about what we will tolerate. And I will not tolerate this being done to myself, to my family. And so that's why we're we're doing everything we can to try to raise people's awareness and help them understand that there are other ways that we can do better than this. And what you said, Marlo, is probably the most profound point in all that we're trying to uh, display here. The fact that if Palestinians aren't free, the rest of us are not free. If Palestinians aren't safe, the rest of us are not safe. We're all at the whim of evil tyrants and their nefarious agendas. And this is a clear and blatant display of the lengths that they will go to because of the system that allows them these parameters to destruct in. Um, but getting back to our guest, uh, if either of you wouldn't mind to take a moment and help the listeners understand what is day to day life like right now for you, when the sun comes up, what is life like until the sun goes down? 
uh, I will answer the question you asked uh, higher about uh, using uh, their phone in the midnight. Yes, the thank dark. you for that too. Yes, yes, they did that and they do, do, do it. They're tracking our connections and tracking our family. That's why I didn't mention where is my family and what in which in which uh, area of Gaza, because they are tracking us. They want us to. They want hurt us more and more. Actually, I will tell you a story about my cousin. My cousin, I'm from the north of Gaza. Uh, my cousin. Uh, fled from north of Gaza to the south to the safe zone, as they called it, and they they, they, they bombed it uh, later, okay? Uh, when he was uh, walking on uh, Salah Street, of course you heard uh, about this street, uh, through, the, through the gate, the IDF made it. He was uh, crossing the gate, uh, holding his three daughter three year daughter on his uh, shoulder a sniper shot it shooted uh, shot uh, her in the head and she died over his arm over his shoulder actually maybe this is the saddest the most sad and difficult story i heard it in my life just imagine Sniper killing your three years daughter while you are carrying hair and 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 running to, to, to keep to keep her safe, but the sniper didn't make it safe. He killed it immediately. She was shooted in the head. I saw a photo for her after she died. <clears throat> the shot was in this, in the temporal area, here. And here, her head was damaged. It's a three-year daughter, three years old daughter. The only mistake she have done it's because she is from Gaza. She's from Gaza. Just this is this this is her fault. This is her fault. This is the cause for her death. And and this is the kind of things that the rest of the world are tolerating, as Marlo touched on, by by being complicit and not taking any action or not trying to do it what you can within your within your capability. We're, we're letting this happen to a degree because we're learning of these things and carrying on with our day-to-day -day lives. If your lives have to stop, then ours should have to stop in so far that it's, it doesn't support the machine that is crushing life in Gaza. I will, I will talk about uh, the life. There is no life in Gaza. I will talk about the life, the human life in Gaza. Uh, I will talk about uh, my children. They are hungry. They are sick. Actually, from the moment they traveled, traveled from the north of Gaza to the other side, they have flu, 
diarrhea, dehydration, all of this because of crowded people, too many people in a normal area, small area. There is so much diseases, unsanitary, no waste, uh, no waste control, no, 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 no clean water. There is no clean water in Gaza. There is no clean water at all in all Gaza. Actually, it's not just dirty; it's infected. It's an infected water. As uh, as I'm, I will tell you, as uh, I'm a doctor and I know about these things. There is no life in Gaza now. I want to ask, actually, from the from the beginning, I want to ask. Uh, uh, I want to ask something. Actually, I see th there is some people in, in, in all the world are helping us and standing with us. Uh, and there is movement all near all the world are supporting us and and telling our story. But I want to ask something. If this is not a genocide, what is the, what 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 is the, is the genocide? What is the definition of the genocide? Is killing two million people? It's not a genocide. Is killing all these fifty thousand militaries until now? It's not a genocide. What is the genocide? Even bombing hospital, bombing children. All this is not a genocide. What is the genocide? What is the genocide? Believe me, I, I, I'm, I'm, I was a little crazy when, 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 when I heard the politician in America said it's not a genocide. What? If, if this is not a genocide, what is the genocide to you? What is? I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they are blind, didn't see all this, or they are seeing all this. And they are known of this, what happened. They are not just a witnesses. <clears throat> they are sharing this. They are helping Israel by the IDF in killing us. They are supporting them with money, with weapons, with weapons, all this. Actually, the, the Israel didn't, uh, Israel doesn't, uh, make and produce uh, uh, planes, uh, military planes, okay? So I know the idea of killed my family, but by the plane, by the plan, by the plane they bombed my family is an American product. And even the bomb, the rocket, was an American product. They shipped from America to the east. It's, it's, it's too crazy. It's too crazy. There is too many partners in this genocide. It's not the Israel alone. It's not Israel alone killing us. Israel and all her supporters and all her... I don't want to say this, but... All the world against us, or the world want us to die. I know there is people and good people, and there is still humanity. <laughs> Believe me, it's not easy for me to say there is humanity in this world. Okay, it's not easy for me. 
but I believe there is humanity in this world. I and and, and I want to believe it again. I want to believe it again. There is humanity in this world, and I want to do human things and humanitarian things in this world. Even after all this, what happened? All this happened. I still want to do good things to help people. But I thank you for that. Question again: if, if this is not a genocide, what is the genocide? Give me a definition. We have a we our our off-screen producer posted uh here from the US Holocaust Museum. Genocide is an intentionally recognized crime where acts are committed with the intent to destroy in whole or part a national, ethnic, racial, or religious group. These acts fall into five categories: killing members of the group, causing serious bodily or mental harm to members of the group, deliberately inflicting on the group conditions of life calculated to bring about its physical destruction in whole or in part imposing measures intended to prevent births within the group, forcibly transferring children of the group to another group. And it goes on and on. And uh, someone made a great point that genocide is not fought with conventional weapons, that it, it's not just the bombing and the shooting and the snipers that are causing a genocide. It is the cutting off of food aid. It is cutting off food to people. It's cutting off water. It's dumping seawater into the earth so that no crops will grow forevermore. It's cutting the olive trees. It's 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 cutting off life support. And I, I just want to take a second, uh, Mohammed, and just Jesus, man, to just commiserate with what you're going through. Like, if I was uh, at a at a restaurant or a bar or whatever, and someone was like, "Man, I just had the worst day," like. I got into a car accident. I hit a pothole. I, my my tire broke. I, I got sick. I'd be like, man, I'm so sorry. That's horrible. I'm here with you. And it's like you you guys are dealing with just things we can't imagine like 10 times a day. And I just I just want to like give you the normality and humanity to just be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're going through that. I'm sorry that anyone should go through that but like you specifically like you're a, a just a, a person going through this you know we're not designed to deal with this level of stress i mean to say nothing of the fact that we're not supposed to but yeah just jesus i i just i i'm 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 opening up to you here as a human being to just say that you know if i was with i was here with you i'd i'd give you a fucking hug and say jesus i'm sorry i'm sorry you're going through that and well, yeah, i don't know what else to say and I would like, if I may point out really quickly to our listeners, I just think it's worth emphasizing the fact that you, Muhammad, and Hala and Hala or Haya are in the position of finding hope in spite of the nearly inconceivable trauma that you've endured in the past X amount of months should be the what sparks hope in the rest of us and motivation like that should be more than that like if you of all people can see through that veil of darkness to the light that it, that the rest of the humanity and the world is caring for you i i can't think of anything more inspiring to be honest yeah it's beautiful i really i really am i'm amazed by how people like you are not you're, you're not hateful in all this you're not depraved. You're not, you're not you're not trying to call for this to be done to the others you just want to live you're not like we want to wipe them out of course not you just want to live you want peace i want to say something yes we we lost our family because of hate because of anger. this is what this is the cause of all of this and it's not a solution it's not a solution 
actually some sometimes I I I I I think and and searching for a solution, but there is no solution. There is no solution. There is nothing can I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. But... It would be beyond difficult to conceive that there's a solution to unfathomable destruction. We, of course, would like to assert that there is. And as hippie and fundamental as it sounds, it's the opposite of hate. It's love. It's peace. It's, it's being courageous enough to give a damn no matter what anyone else thinks or says. And that anyone else is ultimately a system that has become um, automated and autonomous and dictates how our social order unfolds and plays out on a day-to-day -day basis that leads us to care too much about what other people think and say. And that leads us to be complicit. So the solution, if there is one, is the opposite of hate, it's love. And that love has to be fierce and it has to be courageous and it has to be wide open. Well, but also it's like people are, are able to do this because of a system, because the system distances and disconnects us from each other so that we're not people who are making decisions, people who are in positions of power are not connected to the outcomes and to the the results of what they're doing. And you, there's no way that these politicians and people who are sending the warplanes and writing checks to say, yeah, yeah, another, uh, you know, $14 billion to Israel. Yeah, keep it coming. That's an acceptable opportunity cost of business for us to get the oil and the natural gas underneath Gaza and to get that real estate and the land and the resources. Yeah, sure. I don't know those people. I don't care. But it's like if if the people in power were the people, then they would not vote for or enact their own destruction. And it's, it's the continuance of these hierarchical systems that allow people to be above other people. And that's really what, if we can really go beyond just hope and love and peace and harmony and all these things that are absolutely beautiful and necessary, it's to think in blowing apart the world, which we are doing, we're blowing up everything. It, it's to put things back together in a new and better form. And that's really what we're trying to put forth you know, that's what, that's, that's the paradigm shift. That's the change, you know, in how we see the world to think not only do we not fight hate with hate, but we need to restructure our society so that the people that are actually impacted by decisions are making those decisions. And that's, that's the fundamental principle of democracy or of, of a, of a society that's actually participatory, that's for us, that is completely missing in this, in this society today. So, yeah, there is no democracy in a world or a country where the people in that in that nation are screaming from the top of their lungs. They do not approve of what's going on, and yet it continues to go on. There is no democracy in the country that is called America, that is supposed to be the greatest nation in the world, when its leaders continue to perpetrate these these unfathomably horrific war crimes on people, despite the fact that its own people is saying, stop, we don't want this, we don't approve of this. There's no democracy there. I We know what the American government do, but we love the American people. We know that they 
they don't want that to, to do with us. And I will tell you that we didn't do anything in our day, just to try to stay alive and ask for help. Originally, in original, I'm a lawyer and I studied the international law. I, I lose the basic of my, of my, of my rights. I think every, every human need to, to live in a, in a sad, live with the, live, live with bees. I think, uh, I can't imagine how they did that for us. Thank you both so much for your humanity, for keeping humanity alive. Really, the people of Gaza, I think, are the la one of the last threads of our true humanity. And for us to grab those threads and hold on to them allows us to restore that in ourselves. And so, yeah, um, we are uh, kind of running up on time here. Um, I, I wish we could go forever, but I think it's 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 good to, for those stories to have their impact. And um, really, this is the point that really matters. Here's what we're coming to. There are big systemic solutions and humanitarian and political and social changes that we can make to reassert democracy through the people coming together and saying, beyond these systems, we're going to join together and form our own systems to make decisions. But right now, we're trying to get people out. We're trying to use this platform to help you get out of this situation. And so if you can end, end here by asking very specifically, what can people do for you? How can they help you? And how can how can we, the listeners and people of the West, people of the world listening to this, help the people of Gaza, specifically and in general? I I think people should share our stories. Uh, look at what we are suffering from. We are bombing every, every day. I think when they shared and uh, let the world see what is happening for us. I think the world will end. I just want them to share our story. Please know for what it's worth that you having shared your story might very well fuel the revolution that will save the world from these things ever happening again. It is time that we wake up and realize that we are a point in a humanity where we have the power and the ability to stop these things from happening again. My mind keeps going back to the Native American Holocaust. And of course, the Holocaust the rest of the world knows about in regards to the Jews. Uh, this could be called the third Holocaust. Uh, and, and, you know, since the industrialization of, of the Western world, third time's the charm. It's time to stop it. It's time for people to stand up and say, this is not okay. This is not what's life, what life is about. We love these people. We care about these people because we recognize that we are these people and that it could be us. I just, I just want the world to say that the truth. I just don't want to say us. Just, I, I want that just. I promise you, people are going to see and hear your truth today, Hala. And we love you and we thank you for sharing it. I'm I'm a truly all you. I'm a truly all you. And for what it's worth, uh, to yourself and anyone else who's on the call, I can share my uh, contact information, and I am happy to just sit with you at times where it is safe for you to be on your device. If you just want to have that connection to someone who's on the outside for for any kind of support, moral support, reminder that there could be a way. Um, I'm happy to be that person.
Yeah, we have a, a support group here in, in Moneyless Society, and um, we would be very happy to open it up to to you and to any of your any any people who are in Gaza who are struggling. We have many people in our group who are trained psychologists and trained helpers and healers. And the real beauty of it is just just that everybody can help each other just by hearing and listening. And and um, we would definitely like to expand that aspect of how we're helping. I think that's really that's really one of the most important things is just to remember that you guys are all humans and Jesus, like the things you're enduring, the mental health, like like uh, their mental health is gone. That's what um, I can't I'm blanking on the name right now. But uh, yeah, the, the the journalist, the hero journalist that everybody knows about Motaz. Yeah, he said, like, my mental health is gone. There's no more. There's no health there. And um, yeah, we just we, we want to offer that to you. We want to keep in touch for sure. And um, to make this the beginning of, of a relationship with the people of Gaza and that our organization wants to help. We just, we want to help. The Western people, the people of the world, we want to help. We want to do good. And that's, we want to tap into that and make that the fuel for the revolution, as Amanda says. So can you guys give us really specifically, um, like the cost, like what is it that you're asking for in your campaigns and what is that going to support? Okay, first, uh, I'm like anyone from Gaza. I want this war to stop. This is number one. This is this is my dream. Actually, actually, we have a different dreams. Not like anyone outside the Gaza. I I will I will tell you something. Uh, I was. It's not easy to say it. Actually, I have a dream to die from diabetes. I want to die from stroke. I want to die from heart disease, not by any strike. I want to die like regular people. I want to die like, I want to die like anyone in this world. Holding my family hands and wishing for them a good life and I live and then I live smoothly in silence just this is this is our dream by the way uh, how 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 you can help me of course i know you cannot stop this stop this war sadly you cannot do this the only thing you can do it for me and help me help me save the remaining of my family i don't want to lose more i don't want to lose more I lost enough. I lost enough. Actually, my campaign. When when, when I started my campaign, uh, I I wrote I wrote the the number. It's forty two thousand dollar. It's not forty. It's not forty five. It's forty two. This is exactly amount of money I wanted. I don't want more money. I I I need this money. Just I don't want more money. I. Uh, I will starve. I will do anything to to to. Actually, it's very. Uh, it's not easy to ask people for money. It's not easy to ask people uh, money from people. But this is uh, this is our last hope. Please, don't let us lose our last hope. Don't uh, help us. Help us to save the remaining members. We don't want to lose more. We want to survive. 
with our beloved ones. We want to survive. Thank you for that. And Hala, what what do you need? How can we help? I need I need the war to stop. I need peace for my family and all all my people. And I need to get my family out of this hell. Or if I can't, I I hope I will die before before them. I can't I can't understand see them die, and I watching them, and uh, I I don't understand how they asking a very large amount of money just to move us to a safe place. I I can't imagine imagine that they they asking a big amount of money just to move us to a place to uh, save a bless. I, I can't understand why, but I hope I will save my family. And I hope peace for all Palestinian family. We are, we are a very good people. We love peace. We love life. We, we need peace. We, we hope, we hope, I, I don't, I hope I don't lose another member of my family. I lose my father and my brother injured, and I hope I will lose another member. I hope that. We all hope for that, and especially you. We hope that for you. So uh, Hala plus 14 family members is $105,000 at 7000 per per person to cross, which might sound like a lot of money, but that's not a lot of money to save a human life. Like that is really not a lot of money to bring people out of an active war zone where they could get shot in the head or blown up or killed or starved into anywhere else. So please, if you're watching this and you have anything to give, give. A dollar. Share. Share. Intentionally, I've done quite a bit of crowdfunding in my life, not to save my life, you know, but just to just let you know just like survive <laughs> but the best way that you can help is to very intentionally think okay who are people that i know that will support this and send it to them not just share on your social media not just post and say oh i did a great thing i'm done and all the posting is is great but it's it's like the bare minimum it's the bare minimum we need to do more and to really dig deep and to to Please take it on yourselves. We have a small group of people that are working to, to spread these things through these platforms that we have to fight. We have to fight the algorithms to get this out. So it really comes down to contacting people that you know directly and saying, hey, this is a better use of your $5 than Starbucks or Netflix or whatever stupid thing it is. And you, you, you really can have an, a direct impact in helping people, in saving lives. We can save lives just with our demonic evil money this thing that we shouldn't have to have to exist this this uh, global apartheid passport that gives us access to life or not but you listening you can help you can help we can help these people ultimately humanity needs to be empowered to save itself there are no more saviors it's all of us helping all of us help all of us that's it and if i could interject and pull that down to three steps you can take uh, such as Marlo touched on, uh, donate your Starbucks money for the week or for the month 
Share, 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 both intentionally and consistently, whether it's abroad, on social media, or to people you know would be in support of the cause. And thirdly, and probably most importantly, be intentional, be conscious about your person, about your heart, about your mind, about how you're receiving the information about what's going on in Gaza, just about how you listened to this podcast and the feelings that are coming up in you as you, you uh, witness these people's stories and their struggle. Open up your heart, have a courageous love and enact it in whatever way you can to take action, to live your day-to-day life in ways that will help to obsolete the kind of depravity and violence that leads to the genocide that we're witnessing now. Do either of you have any last words that you'd like to leave our our uh, listeners with and the people of the world? I just th- thank you, seriously, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. Everything you said has been so touching and beautiful and poetic and I'm just genuinely really impressed with the composure that you have while bombs are going off. Thank you. And I hope that someday that you can you can just experience normality again, that you can just experience a beautiful sunny day, that you can you can really just appreciate time with your family and 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 have the life that we all want to live. So th- thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I really just I can't words just don't do enough to convey the feeling that I have for you, the the space that I have in my heart for you. And I'm very, very far from alone in that. You are loved by by people, of the, the people of the world love you and care about you and want to help. And I think if we can organize ourselves better, not just mobilize, not just say I care, not just post and share, but to really organize ourselves into cohesive structures where giving and helping and sharing, which are all the best things in life, the things that make us feel the best are the foundation of life, not guns and bombs and war and slavery and all this stuff that we can we can do away with. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, I, owe, I owe you my life. You are an angels for this world. Really thank you. I, I can't I can't thank you enough. I, I can't thank you. You are an angels. I I didn't see people like you. Your humanity is is over. I I can't thank you. I can't. Thank you. I owe you my life. You you are a very good people. I I can't understand. In the world, there is a people like you. I can't understand that. Thank you. This thank is the bare minimum. This is the bare minimum of humanity. And I think that if we can get over all of this horrible war and bloodshed, then we can tap into true humanity because we're not human. The hum- where is the humanity? It's not here. We're not we're not human until we can get past this stuff until because we're forever just in this trauma and war and scarcity. And we just we can't even imagine just just what should just be regular life. Thank you, Hala. I I, I can't I can't put into words how much that means to me and how I will I will use it as hope. fuel. You give me a hope. I really owe you. I really owe you. Well, let's stay in touch, okay? Let's stay in touch. Very frequent. We message you, you message us. We understand what's going on with you. That way we can do our best to keep helping you uh, and help you out of this situation. And you too, Mohammed. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yeah, we'll be in touch and we'll be we'll be using this to to share the campaigns that you've had and and um we would love to get you into our group and to because we have a little group of people that are organizing to to help you and others and it would be really very helpful to connect with people in Gaza to organize with them directly. Thank you. And and if you're listening to this and you you care and you want to help out yourself, please reach out and we will help orchestrate something bigger than what we can do alone. But thank you so much to our guests. Thank you, Mohammed. Thank you, Hala. Thank you, Haya. Thank you to all your families. Thank you. Please share their stories. Give what you can. And don't turn your backs on the reality that we have got to build the alternative. You can learn more about how to do that by following Moneyless Society. We have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, we have a TikTok, we have a YouTube, we have the podcast, and we have a book. And there's plenty more resources out there within the vein of systems change that can help lead us out of this depraved world and into one where people can live fulfilling, sane, and happy lives. If you've listened this far, I don't have to remind you to donate, to share, to work every bit of social capital you have to help these beautiful people escape annihilation. As Aaron Bushnell said before setting himself on fire and shouting free Palestine until his last breath, don't ask what you would have done during the Jewish Holocaust or slavery. You're doing it right now. These are just two of two million people in Gaza, with 30,000 dead so far. As more and more people add to these ghastly numbers, instead of becoming desensitized to that, to keep from breaking your heart or losing your mind, let it break you with the realization that every single one of these human beings is an entire universe that contains all future generations. Let it break you of your petty individualized lives into the full recognition of the liberation of yourself as all of humanity. And don't just donate your money, donate your life to this interconnected struggle for life, that all of this is but one glimmering reflection, one species of suffering that will befall us all if we don't become a true human family once again. To go deeper onto this journey, to find yourself through others walking the path with you, reach out, join us.